Hello and welcome to episode two of the first series of the Just Can't Get Enough podcast with the gaffer and Frankie. Frankie, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm not too bad, thanks for asking. <clears throat> Sadly, our first guest of the series isn't here. Uh, my son and your brother, Lewis Carson, is at King's College Hospital. He got something in his eye at work and he went to Farnborough Hospital and they sent him up there. So it's not majorly serious, but it's, it's bad enough. So we hope him a speedy, re- uh, wish him a speedy recovery. So we're still going to go on with the show, and uh, Lewis can be on next week, <coughs> unless they've uh, decapitated him. <coughs> Excuse me. So anyway, uh, Frankie, um, cracking on with the show. Um, what's new? Um, nothing much, really. Anything new going on for you? Uh, no, no. Same shit, different day, Frank, to be yeah. t- uh, totally honest. Um, so we're diving through the questions. I had, I had some for Lewis, but as you know, he's not here. So anyway, let's go straight into the thing. We've got a few things to talk about, Frank. Yeah. And we've got a, a couple of questions from the... Uh, the listeners out there, and uh, and uh, a little quiz for you as well is okay. obviously is meant for Lewis as well. But um, let's see if you can get it right. But anyway, uh, straight away Sunday's game, uh, Ellis Athletic nil, AFC Croydon Town reserves one first defeat this season. Um, thoughts on that? Um, I mean, we deserve that defeat, really. Mm-hmm. I think that's the worst game we've had all season. Yeah, okay. I don't know what happened to them <clears> out there, but their attitude wasn't very good. Um, kind of just turn up, do the business, and that a bit. Well, when they turn up, they everyone seemed fine. They mm. seemed normal, but in the actual yeah, good game, spirits. It was, it was good spirits. Yeah, yeah, it was a different story in the game. So if it carries on next week and the week after, we're definitely not winning the league. In the league, league. league. Yeah. you reckon that's um, that's that's still a shot. That's in a question later, but I'll dive it. I'll dive into that now. So you reckon? You know, I'll go jump a couple of questions here. So promotion is it still possible? Title runner up. You know, can it see that one? It definitely is still possible, but if it carries on like it was last week, it won't be. Do you think it will? No, I don't think it will. I think everyone has learned their lesson. Yeah. Like they got obviously a shout from you, which they deserved. So yeah, they should learn the lesson from that. Is um, I, f- I felt we um, we played football very deep, and that's why when we lost the ball, um, they was on top of us. It yeah. felt like they was on top of us. But I also felt that they walked straight through the team, and I think the team is relying a little bit on um. The defence doing the, getting the ball back from yeah. Um, so I mean it's it's hard and easy. I mean the defence is rock solid this year. It really is. You can tell that by the goals you conceded. But also being a defender, the game comes to you. Yeah. So you don't have to go and get the game. So you can't help but really play well unless you have a stinker. You know because the game's coming to you anyway. A midfielder has to go and get the game, mm. and an attacker has to work for it as well, kind of thing. But. I just thought from attack through midfield, you, you literally walked through our team and yeah. it was very disappointing. Um, and then as the game went on, I think Brian Allen said a fantastic point and he said uh, the only aggression we showed was towards each other. And, mm-hmm. you know, what could go wrong in a game, bar conceding more than one goal, did go wrong. You know, it was, I mean, yeah. John made three or four very good saves as well. It, it was it was bad. It was horrible to watch as a manager. It was horrible to watch. So, but... Um, that's behind us now. Um, it's behind me uh, moving forward. And let's hope um, it's behind them as well yeah. going forward, you know. Uh, so anyway, the big news is uh, we've lost a player. Harry Jill has decided to leave. Uh, something you didn't know, frankly. So I thought I'd keep that one for you for the podcast. Yeah, he's decided to um, retire. So I won't go into what he said to me. I mean, there's no malice in anything he said. But in a nutshell, he's... Um, Frustrated with Sundays and 
doesn't want to ruin his Sundays, basically, by, by playing. It's, there's, oh, there's no one right. in the teams we mentioned or anything like that that he's just not enjoying his football. So uh, how do you feel about that? How is you leaving? Um, quite surprised, actually, because hmm. I thought he was happy in the team and that, like, he was eager to play and whatnot, but I guess I was wrong. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I don't think Harry's been happy playing for yeah. since we come back from lockdown. He's not been happy, and there's one thing I don't want in my team, and it's an, a player to be unhappy. I, you know, not an unhappy player. I, just, I don't want a player to be unhappy playing for me. If he's yeah. that unhappy, then don't play. I mean, it's only a game of football at the end of the day. I'll take it as serious as I take it, but it's still only football. So I feel, um, you know, all, all the best for Harry. But if, if, if that's what he wanted to do, that's what he's wanted to do, you know. So yeah. we move forward. We've got a big enough squad and a good enough squad. Yeah. But yeah, so just, you know, as long as he's happy, I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so that's a bit of a shock. And obviously the transfer window's gone. uh, So he can't bring anyone else in. So he could have left before fucking May. That'd have been nice, (laughs) you know what I mean? But um, yeah, so we can't bring anyone else in. So we're a one-player lighter, but we've still got a a relatively fit squad and, and a big squad. So there's opportunities there up front or in midfield for people. Uh, looking ahead to Tuesday, um, the big game against Hatcham, the return game oh, yeah. at Glebe under the spotlight, you know, under the cameras. Um, how do you feel after Sunday's game going into this now? I mean, let's be honest, out of four, the last four games, Frank, we've won one, drawn two and lost one. Now, that is a wrap. Yeah. So, how, how, well, how do you feel this game's going to go? Because I think Hatcham are going to be gunning for us. Well, yeah, after we beat them last time, they will be. We um, drew one all, Frank. Oh, actually, okay. We did play really well, though. Um, yeah, I just hope that everyone's realised, well, everyone's sort of took the criticism from last game. Mm. And if they, because we obviously played them before already, we know they're a good team, so we know we should work hard to win, a, uh, yeah. to try and win against There's no them. place to hide against Hatcham. Yeah, no, definitely not. Um, yeah. I reckon we will win that game. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. Well, a lot of bottle your confidence. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think... You were saying um, something Sunday to me um, that you felt we needed to lose. Oh, yeah, we did, 100%. Elaborate on that a bit. Just because we are top and just because we haven't actually been um, defeated yet, it doesn't actually mean we're a good team. And we've sort of... It's good that players... um, well, they've got like an ego about it. Yeah, they want to win the league. Yeah, yeah they're going for the league. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but that's not really what football's about. Just winning the league. It's not really about that. Yeah, do you think they were reading? They believe in our own hype, as they say, a bit too much. Yeah, yeah. We. This is a thing in it. This defeat is either going to make us sink or swim. Yeah. And it. And uh, I mean, is it? Lewis turned around to me the other day um, and said it's the best game for us. When I was like, maybe we could do with a. A bottom of the league team next. It bit of confidence. Us. But Lewis went, no, the Hatcham's the best game for us. It's, it's what we yeah. needed. Uh, that something can put us <clears throat> in our place, I think. I think so, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because it hurt. It hurt the players as well because you can tell when they come off. Players are fuming there. They just, you need to channel your anger properly. Mm. And if you get frustrated, then it's over. The game's over. I mean, we behave like kids out there. Yeah. After the first 20 minutes, we behave like kids. Sorry, we were going on. It, 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 as I say, I go back to what I said earlier. It was a horrible watch. And um, the problem, when you start bad, I changed formation second half. Hey-Ho said he, he was quite happy with it. As in, like he said, this is a lot better. But the damage was done. And Joe Beasley said at the end of the game, and he was 100% right, we could have been on there all day and not scored. We mm. we didn't actually look like a team that was going to score either. No, I didn't. So um, I don't think the goalie made a save. 
So, you know, it's a 100% deserved win for Croydon and well done to them. Yeah. Because they, they were up for it. I mean, it was their cup final to them, not um, mugging Croydon off because they no one's taken out a scalp. Yeah. So for them, they beat us. Now they can build on that and go somewhere else and take someone else's scalp, you know. But, um, yeah, it, it, it was bad. It was bad. There's a couple of bad attitudes out there as well. But, you know, we can dwell on it all day. But, it, yeah, it's, 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 you know, we've come so far to do that was, was quite bad. All right, so... Going on to, um, we, we hit on promotion, you still think we can do it, um, but uh, we need to sort ourselves out. Uh, the pub's open on the 17th of May, so we can go in them again. It would be good to be back at the Legion, wouldn't it? Do you think yeah. we've missed that little bond of going back there after games? Definitely. Because yeah. having that bond makes everyone happier in the team. Everyone gets along. Hopefully the attitude won't be as bad as it was before. Yeah. I just think, it, yeah, it'll bring a good bond. There already is one anyway, but... Yeah, there is, yeah, there is. But it's meeting once a week with the training, then the game, then going straight home. It's a bit of an anti-climax yeah. at times, isn't it? I ain't saying this will go to the pub and get absolutely shit-faced, <laughs> like I do, but it, it is. A thing that I think is missing as well, and I think this is why I think a beer after a game is so important to teams, is morale as well, but also you can air your problems out in the game, yeah. you know, and you can ask me, you know, what happened, what happened there? And you find out things that's happened and all, like, oh, the their centre-back was saying this or, or, you know, and they were doing this or blah, blah, blah. And you find stuff out and they can pose questions. Something that's bothering the players can go, Gaffer, why'd you do this? And I can go, well, because of that. And they go, oh, yeah, I see your point there. And why'd you do it? Well, because of this, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you miss that because that's the feedback they get. And you'll tell one player and he'll tell someone else and it goes away all Mm. around the squad. So they pretty much know you're trying to fault because what I can't do is explain every decision I make. Um, Does uh, you, You mentioned... Uh, last week, because it, it's a follow-on from there, is about players to bring in and, and not to bring in. Does promotion determine what kind of player we get and who we get? Or um, No, because the players we bring in obviously aren't going to bring in bad ones. Mm. And the players, some of them, we've, they've already played anyway. I just think we've got our defence. Yeah. That's not really going to change, is it? That's, for me, the most important thing. Cause yeah, you started back, didn't good. you? You started, you started defence and moved um, forward. It's mostly up front we've got to worry about. I yeah, think. I've got um, I've got some like what you call <clears throat> an inside forward or second striker. People hold the ball up. Yeah, but we haven't got that man that's just clinical finisher. You know that when he's through, there's a goal. Mm. You know, so. But yeah, I don't think bringing in players will make a difference. It'll make, if anything, it'll make a good difference because we need new players. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, maybe just that one extra starlet. You know. Yeah. Um. Uh, next one is. Oh yeah, currently the gaffer in in the uh, in the team is the chairman, the secretary, the manager, the assistant manager, the coach. Uh, the kit manager is um, Sonia, your mum. Uh, the transport manager is your mum, whether she likes it or not. The first aid is actually Lewis, despite the fact when somebody goes injured, he just stares at me. <laughs> but he is actually a fucking first aider who was absolutely zero help when Harry Gill got knocked out as well. Um, and. Um, I'd say you're like the minutes manager and like me, me little uh, second in command, me like mini me. But um, do you think me giving out them roles to anyone else would ease any burden and make the club better in any way? Or personally, I think not because you're not going to like people's decisions sometimes. Yeah, I just I think, think it might get a bit out of hand. 
Because people are going to have opinions and you might not like them. And if you don't, it will cause problems. What you're saying, I don't, uh, I don't like being told what to do, Frank, is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, yeah, you don't really. <laughs> it might help because it might be less stress for you. But at the same time, you're still going to naturally overtake the role of doing everything because that's what you do anyway. Yeah. I've, um, as long as you do things straight away and stay organised, it's easy. Yeah. Um, I found that when you rely on other people, they won't do it the way you want to do it. And then you're like, well, I might as well fucking do it. I mean, why hire someone to be a secretary to go and tell the opposition who I've got where we're meeting to then come and tell me what we're doing? Right, I might as well just do it myself. Because yeah. it really it isn't as hard as you think <clears throat> if you're organised. Yeah. The hard fit is the players and listening to their fucking bullshit. But, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, the assistant manager, I've tried assistant managers. They're not as committed as me. Yeah. And as you just said, I don't... Um, I pretty much don't agree with half of them when they talk to me anyway. I'm like, what fucking game are you watching? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Plus, an assistant manager don't really know about the players. Um, about bringing someone, oh, I'll drop him, I'll do this. They're like, oh, well, yeah, well, he's paid. But the superstar you want to bring on ain't paid for three fucking weeks and ain't yeah. been training. So you don't know how to run a club. Because if I started running it like that, I'd have no fucking players in the long term. You know, yeah. this club, for the last three years, got stronger every year. Mm. in commitment and in ability and that's because I've, I've run a tight ship and listen I kicked my son out I'd have, I'd have ran my son last year and kicked him out of the fucking team yeah. do you know what I mean so I, there's no favourites in the pissing team you break my rules you go and that's what everyone knows you know they know when they're playing they paid their way and whoever is take paid their way as well yeah. and has been reliable so yeah I mean first aid literally anyone can have that because that gets on me tits because the amount of fucking play acting that goes on on that pitch <laughs> whenever anyone's down I'm like, they all look at me. I know the opposition look at me and go, what's that? what kind of cunt is that? He's not even running on the pitch. I know full well there's nothing fucking wrong with him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And back to Harry Gill, his dad didn't even fucking go and see if he was all right, let alone fucking, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Holy shit, I didn't even know his dad was here. But anyway, let's, uh, let's have some um, questions off of and listeners, Frankie. Yeah. So there's some good ones. I mean, you know, these aimed at Lewis, sadly. So when... It's about your playing days, Frank. I'm afraid you're going to have to give some of them a miss, right? <laughs> but um, we've got um, one from Harry McCluskey. It's uh, a good one. Um, who's the longest in the shower? <laughs> exactly, yeah. So Lou's not being as tough. Brian Allen hit a response. No bastard takes a shower after the game. So going on to that, would you believe, when you was at school, did you take a shower after games and things like that? PE? Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, in our team, I would say 50 to 60% don't shower. Ew. Yeah, obviously at the minute no one can, but when they didn't, they didn't, and it just baffled the fuck out of me. <laughs> and you can sit there, run around, get sweaty, and then, and you know, shower. Yeah, not shower, you know, and you're like, what is wrong with you, man? Yeah, that's quite disgusting. Yeah, I think so. I think so. But then some of them also have just got changed and fucked off home, so they probably have one there. Yeah. Or they've got little willies and don't want to go in the shower, very wrong. <laughs> um, but hey, host, throw one in. Um, best game you played in on why, Frankie? <laughs> So we'll switch that to the best game you've um, seen in LS Athletic. You're my favourite game in the last three years watching LS Athletic. I mean, I don't really remember all of them. Excellent. But... Well, they must be memorable then. <laughs> no, the, the best one is, it's just going to go back to Hatcham all the time. Because I really think we played well that game. Yeah. But I don't really remember games. Hatcham was, Hatcham was good because we were, we were marked down to lose that, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah, let's be honest. And they they had a big squad. They looked apart. Um, we hadn't um, done too well in our last game against Lesser Christchurch. We dropped points, didn't we? Yeah. And um, 
is in a little stadium when it's it's all ready to go. A nice day, which I got sunburned to shit out of. And it was just it was just a pleasure to watch the lads. It really was. So that that was a good one. I'll say mine would have to be um last season's Thames side. Because they were they were fucking distraught when we beat them. Uh, remember the one on the um, Astro pitch? Oh. Harry Jill played against us. Yeah. Because we, I had a ragtag team then because everyone was injured. It was a Friday night. Half the team couldn't be yeah. there. I played a 4-4-2. And I remember Tom Andrews and Quill in the middle run their arse off. And to watch from the sidelines, the back four and the, and the, and the midfield four be so rigid with each other. And then the midfield used to come out and probe and close down and go back with their shape. And I remember Peds and um, Bill up top held the ball up superbly and proved that if you've got a brain, you don't need pace. And from a man, the whole team was just different gravy, different gravy, and they couldn't believe it. Especially when bloody Billy Hayhoe brought the player down in the first fucking minute for a penalty. <laughs> you know, he's a bit prone to penalties if you look at it, Hayhoe. He, he, yeah. Hatchem's one and all that. He wants to learn how to fucking tackle, didn't he? <laughs> It's got a little man syndrome, isn't he? <laughs> uh, yeah, so as a manager, that's the best one I ever managed. Uh, it was played in for Lewis, but obviously he's yeah. not about. So he also sent another one. What's your favourite uh, formation? Again, for the players, it's like, what position does Lewis like playing in the best? He's not here. Me, I was always a goalie, but what's your favourite formation? 442. 442. You do it quite a lot, and I do like it. Yeah, it's um. It works out most of the time. The 532 I go to because it is, it is a little favourite of mine. The 532 stroke 352. But I've got a team, I'd say, of seven centre backs and seven centre midfielders mm. and one winger, which is Gary Webb. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you have to play to your strengths. And um, yeah, so I'd go my favourite formations of 352. But you've got to have the best players on the pitch. You've got to be your wing backs. Yeah, they do. So I mean, I'd say the best wing back in my team would be Billy Hayho, best right wing back. To be I'll honest with that. you, um, Jay Scott is more than capable of playing that role, but he's just so scared to go forward. Uh, he, he just wants to defend and do his job, which I can't knock. So he's young though, so I'll try and coach him into doing that. Webbo will never come back. If you turn around to Webbo, I reckon he takes offence to saying defend as much as calling him a cunt do you know what I mean so there's a problem there so yeah so that, that it would be the 3-5-2 for me uh, I must say and we've got the all-time 11 this is from me managing um, ever it was again for Lewis but he's not there I'm not going to try and make you pick the all-time Ellis 11 Frank because it will drive <laughs> you fucking party uh, so for what it's worth I'll go through it as quick as I can because uh, people don't really uh, brag on it. It's such a shame Lewis ain't here, but uh, all-time 11 uh, in goal uh, that I've uh, managed. Uh, in goal, I was a player manager, so I'm putting me because in my day, I was that fucking good. If I was chocolate, I'd eat myself. Yeah, I'm that fucking, <laughs> honestly. As a goalie, mate, honestly, as a Sunday goalie, I was unfucking believable So, I'm in goal. Uh, I'm going to go 4-4-2 because it's the one that everyone knows. Yeah. Uh, me two centre-backs, it's a guy, Nick Simmons. You know, Simmons in Australia now. Uh, like like Bobby Moore, sweeper, one everything in the air. Uh, and he played um, in the pre-season for a sporting club, letting him come over. Um, just a great, uh, great centre-half. Um, you, don't, you don't get much better than him. And then I'll probably go for Paul Patton. Remember Tall oh, Paul, yeah. my uh, idol? Yeah, what, what a centre-half. You're not getting past MC. You're not getting past MC. Um, going into right-back, I would say 
Um, I'd, I'd put Billy Hayhoe there. Yeah, yeah, I think Hayhoe's a right back would be just unbelievable. He's an unbelievable centre half. He'd, he'd be just as good there as a right back. I've, I've got to be. I'm going to throw him in now. I know it's his question, so it might be um, might be being kind. But Hayho, yeah, I mean Hayho's out of position and there's still an eight minimum out of ten every week. Mm. You know, as a right back, he'd probably be a nine without doubt. So I'd say the best right back I've had would be Billy Hayho. Uh, left back would be a man called David Truss. You've seen Trussy. Um, you, you know him if you see him. A great left back, sweet left foot, <clears throat> real ball player. Uh, he was brilliant. Uh, going into right midfield. Oh, that's a good one. I've had some good players right midfield. I'm going to Elliot Miles. Oh, that man, nightmare to manage, but a joy to watch. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable talent. Um, so definitely Elliot Miles. Left midfield, a bloke called Barry Simmons, Bazza. Um, left foot was a wand absolute fucking wand he could and he's reading the game he played um, for Canby Island a bit a decent standard great great uh, left foot oh, what a talent real real. Uh, when you watched him play you, you could tell he was a player unbelievable um, centre midfield this is good the ball winner in there I think I'm going to go with the machine Steve Cotter do you remember Cotty? Yeah, you'd have yeah. watched him as a little girl. Uh, he was a machine, he was a fireman, and he I think he came 25th in the country once in the world's fittest fireman. Out of all the firemen, he, he's just a machine. And he just used to, he just never stopped. You could bash him up and he'd get up and carry on. Oh, he's just brilliant, uh, Cotter. And I think next to him is James Barker, who probably is the greatest footballer that's ever lived. He was yeah. unbelievable. He passed the ball you know, 50 yards on a sixpence. He read the game. He had everything. Such a bully. Such a bully. But yeah, got both um, cruciate knee ligament injuries in both knees. Such his fucking luck. But unbelievable talent. And up top, ooh, Andrew McIntosh, Macca, the original Macca, goal machine, come back for four games for me one year because he played football in America. And he come back, played four weeks for me and scored 14 goals. <laughs> he was fucking unbelievable. But it weren't obvious playing muggy teams. He's just every, he's a left foot. Every wink he hit went in. He's like, oh, wow. When you had the ball, you're like, you might as well turn around and go back to the centre spot. It's a goal. And up front with him would be Grant Cunningham. Remember Granny? Oh, yeah. Yeah, great, great player. Really underrated, I thought. Although he's rated, I think he's actually still underrated. He, um, great in the air, uh, intelligent footballer, worked hard. And uh, yeah, he was just good, Grant. I, 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 Really good Grant. I've missed him ever since um, I haven't had him as a player. I've missed him. But his best position is centre-half. He's a mustard centre-half. But, um, yeah, so that'll be my team. So that's babbled on a bit. None of the boys in there because it's early doors yet. These are seasoned players I've put in my team, Frankie. So you couldn't get involved in that one. I can see the borderman in your face. Right, we've got the best ever from Billy Allen. The best ever Ellis 11. Now, we've been together three years. So... <clears throat> this is going to be tough for you, isn't it? Yeah, I don't, I'm not very good at remembering them all. All right, so what I'll do, I'll, try, I'll tell you what I'll try and do to get you involved. I'll, I'll give you three options for each position, and you can choose that, yeah? So in goal, you've got Sean Hartwell, Crazy Horse. You've got Louis Saunders or John Keeler. Keeler, 100%. John Keeler? Yeah, he's a favourite goal. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a tough call. Ellis, 11... Sean's unbelievable to have filled in. You know, he joined as like a right back and I'll be a goalie if needed. Like, there's something there, not there. And he's been brilliant every time he's in there. He does lunatic things, but he's fine. Um, Jono, I'm going to go uh, 
Jono, if uh, Louis decided to play more when he did, it could well have been Louis because that kid's a talent. Yeah. But Jono is... Um, I like Jono because he's just starting to get back to the old Jono. Because when Jono joined, uh, people said, how good is he? Because they didn't really know him. Yeah. And I said, he's the best shot stopper you'll see. And like, they were like, really? And when the season started, I think we conceded three goals in the first four games. And they was all from corners. And a couple of them, Jono was quite dubious on. So I had a couple of whispers like, is he all right? Is he all right? I said, yeah, he is. I said, he's been out for a while. He's carrying a little bit of timber. I said, let him get into it. And I've got to be honest, some of the saves in the last two, three games Jono's made. Really good. I mean, yeah, they've been yeah. fucking quality. And that's, you know, it's a little pat on the back to me going, yeah, I know Jono's got it. So I'm, yeah. I'm happy for, uh, for him as well. Um, right back situation. Uh, we had, hey, how has it really played there? So, um, Reese is coming. He's done a good job, Reese. Uh, Shawnee would be a good right back. Uh, consistent games there. Um, it's, a, it's another tough call, isn't it, really? Right back. In the, was he there in the early days? No one's still about. Oh, right. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw uh, Reese Bacosi in there at right back. I do like Reese Bacosi. Yeah, he's good, he's good, solid right back. Reese, um, left back. Uh, Elliot Thompson from the first season was there. The second season, um, God, who we have there in the second season? I think Jay Scott come near the end. I think didn't Connor Bell have to fill in there quite a few times? I think we're going Jamie Scott. Yeah, I definitely. think he's bursting. He's he's done really well. Um, the two centre halves, Billy Hayho. Yeah, definitely. And I'm going to cheat here. He only played two or three, but Steve Harris. Oh, for God's sake. What an unbelievable footballer. So I'm going to go Steve Harris. All right. Um, going into the midfield on the right is um, Elliot Miles. Don't even bother anyone else. Um, on the left is Mr. Webb. Yeah, he's got to be there. Yeah, he's got to be there. Uh, centre midfield. Uh, it's Lewis Carson mm. and Carson's I'm going there. Harry Whitbread oh yeah Alvis, hey? and I mean there's players here we're going to miss as well we're going to look at them and go oh, shit I remember him yeah. and up front uh, I'm going Lewis Hyde I was, yeah I was going to say Hyde and uh, what about Jordan was he up front Jordan Bent yeah. yeah, he was. I'm thinking either Jordan Bent or Tom Pedroy. Bill's never been fit, so it's pointless to forget. It is. He's never been fit, is he? Jordan Bent, do you know, was some footballer. He had a bit of everything. He was a lot better at a lot of other things than people realise. He was just so unreliable. And Peds, the amount of goal assists Peds got, you know. He did, probably the right down every time. Yeah, everyone had the right down. He, he really led the line. So, Heidi Peds or Heidi Bent. Peds fucked off and left us. It's... Uh, Jordan Bent for me <laughs> yeah Bent and Heidi but Peds was a, he's a class player yeah right so that's that it's got out of the way of that that's another boring one for everyone because Lewis ain't here um, uh, favourite moment of tennis player we've done that uh, right who would you bring back if you could that's played for us in the last three years Whitbread would be one of them of course well he's kind of still playing he's just on loan in China you know <laughs> on loan yeah um I mean, Heidi, because we kind of need that up front. You miss Heidi, didn't yeah. you? Everyone used to moan about Heidi's greediness. And I used to say you'd miss him if he wasn't there. Yeah. And he's not there. Fucking hell do we miss him. Yep. Yeah. Fucking hell do we miss him. Um, For me, there's two. I think it's either Lewis Hyde or um, Elliot Miles is the yeah, two. Yeah, I would have said that. So, Heidi. I'm going Heidi. Yeah, because with, our, um, with Elliot, I've got a fucking headache, you know. But yeah, I'm going Heidi. 
So we've gone through that. Uh, about Lewis has been a bit tough. You stepped in very well, Frankie, may I say. But it's a bit, bit been like the, uh, the Wayne show, which I don't want. So let's go on to a bit of fun, shall we? Oh, God. Well, a little bit of fun here, all right? And thank you for the, uh, the questions, listeners. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, right. So there's a little thing of, I'll give you scenarios. Okay, okay, Frankie? All right. Two players you take on a desert island with you. For the day. That sounds a bit weird, but... <laughs> um, I mean, I'm going to go with my brother, Lewis. Lewis. And... Hey-ho. <laughs> Is that because you think he's closest to a sex change and that's your female company you desire? <laughs> 100%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who do you feel I play out of position? Uh, there's been a few, but... Like you said, Hayhoe's meant to be right back and he'll be better there than he is in his position now, but he's obviously still good in his position now, so maybe him. Mm. And who else you play out? I don't, can't think of anyone else. That's all right, then Hayhoe's fine, darling. Hayhoe's fine. Um, who's the first name? If you had picking the team, seriously, what would be your first name on the team sheet? Ills. He just Jordan Ills? Yeah. Yes. Um, joining the team or being here for the last few games and whatnot, he's been really good in defence. Yeah. He's definitely made a good difference for us. That's a that's a good call. That's a good call. Uh, for me, first name on the team sheet. Um, going Jono. I'll start there. Mm. Yeah, I'll bottle that question. I'll go Jono. Um. Who's the most likely in our team to be married next? Uh, I want to say John O or Joe Stewart because well, because they seem to be settled with their partners. Yeah, yeah, they come every weekend and watch. Yeah, Jono's having a kid or has Jono's a kid, having a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe she needs to marry him to trap him. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I say one of them too. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Nice one. Maybe Joe. Getting the dog now has got in the way of the marriage. You know, maybe they can't <laughs> afford to get married. Then he's bought four or thousand pounds on that fucking dog. Um, most likely to commit a crime next, whatever that is. <laughs> Bill Allen. <laughs> Bill Allen. <laughs> and what would his crime be? Could be anything, really. <laughs> Who's the most likely to cry at a film? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, mate, you fucking pick on him, didn't you? Yeah. What kind of film do you think he'd cry at? Like. A love story. Oh, uh, with his missus. Yeah. yeah, sitting there. <laughs> oh, I'm all right, love. I've got something in my eye. <laughs> I reckon Webber actually as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet Lockett's like, oh, come on, Gary. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Definitely, yeah. Uh, who do you reckon is the best looking in the team? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to answer that if you don't want to, because it'll be like, oh, Frankie. <laughs> Joe Stewart. Joe Stewart. Now oh, they're all four. He's got very nice eyes. Has he? Maybe she'd stare at the opposition a bit more, shouldn't he? <laughs> right. Pick three players to go on a bender with. Down the pub. Wallo. Alan. Uh, Hey-ho and Carson. Yeah, okay. Who's the, who's the best player you reckon with the birds? Chat some up on that. He's, um, that's a good question. 
Because they've all got girlfriends, haven't they? Yeah, I know, but you ain't seen them do it, have you? You just yeah, think, true. who do you think the most likely is to... I Jay Scott because he's young and he... And he ah, yeah, a little cheeky, isn't he? Yeah. A little cheeky, hello, love, how you all right? Yeah. <laughs> got my own business and all right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and who do you reckon would be the best to do a bank job with? Bank job? Yeah, yeah. as in rob a bank. Oh, right. Uh... No idea. Connor Bell came to mind. I don't know why. Connor? Yeah, that is weird. He's as honest as a day is long. <laughs> he just looks don't get him to fucking be the driver, away. We are. He fucking crashed his car. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why he came to mind. He just did. Connor Bell, eh? AKA fucking Buster. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> right, so we're going to do a little quiz now, Frank. All right. There's a quick fire round, which is pointless because you're the only bastard here to answer it. So we'll do it normally. Well, I'll do it quick anyway, but we've got three questions and they're scenarios. What right. player or what's most likely to be true, all right? So, first one is which is true. So, one of these things have happened. Yeah. And you've got to decide which one of them is true. Okay. All right? Webbo and Jamie Scott had a row on the pitch about who was most likely to get the part in an audition as an Oompa Loompa in Charlie <laughs> and the Chocolate Factory. Is that one true or false? The next one is Chris White got a call out about a woman whose tree had been cut down by a neighbour in anger. By the time Chris had turned up, the tree had grown back. <laughs> and the other one was on the building site last week, Joe Beasley was heard having a row with someone in the canteen. When his mates walked in, they saw there was no one in there, just him. <laughs> so out of all them three, which is most likely to be true. The Joe Beasley one. <laughs> Joe Beasley one is actually all three. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why did Tom Andrews, what did Tom Andrews blame for the reason of a bad pass in the last game he played? Was it A, a bubble on the pitch? Was it B, um, the sun shone in his eyes? Or was it C, his hair got in his eyes? <laughs> Definitely his hair. That's right, the hair got in his eyes. He yeah. said he couldn't see. All right. These are three legitimate excuses word for word. I want yeah. you to tell me for which player they belong to that never turned up. Oh, okay. Okay. My bird won't have my kids is number one. Number two, my brother never woke me up. And finally, I'm smashed, least I'm honest. Ha! Bill's the last one. That's all free. Bill's all free. There was only oh, one player. That's three excuses <laughs> for one player. Yeah. Okay. There is about 50, 60 more as well. Oh, wow. I think the last one he did is, um, I'm dead, see you at training. <laughs> All right, now we've got the quick fire round, Frankie. Right. This is where, this is legitimate. A player's done. Is it raining? It's fucking raining. I told him it'd piss down at training. They all mocked me. It's <laughs> raining. Right, okay. These are legitimate things that have happened. Yeah. Uh, one of the players in the team is the answer to it. Okay. Who got booked for being fouled? Who got booked for being fouled? Who got booked for being And um, please, listeners, play at home. With your wives. I'm sure when you turn around and go, let's play this quiz that Wayne's doing, they'll look at it and go, fuck off. <laughs> uh, who got this season, who got booked for being fouled? Oh, God, I don't know. Uh, uh, Andrews. No, it was Luke Saywell in the game before the lockdown. He got fouled, didn't he? The play and uh, when Lewis got sent off that game, he got fouled um, and the ref booked him. <laughs> All right. That's so stupid. Who came off injured in a pre-season training with a stubbed toe? Lewis Carson. 
Oh, that's awful. That's your brother. No, it was Chris White, who I actually thought, oh. <laughs> who I actually thought was going to cry as he was telling me. Okay, oh, left us with ten men as well for the whole game. That was that was nice of him. Yeah. Uh, who found a hand grenade in his garden while gardening, which turned out to be the end of a curtain rail that had fire engines and police called and bomb disposal. This, but I can't remember who it was. I want to say Connor Bell. Nope, it was Jason Coyne. Oh. <laughs> who is the Ellis song, Just Can't Get Enough, named after? Quill. Quill, quite true. And who is the gaffer referring to in this statement? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Get the fuck out of my fucking face. Oh, that was Sunny Hawes. No, uh, I don't know. It was Sean Hartwell after getting sent off um, after two minutes for calling the linesman. I don't know why I said Sonny Hawes. He's not even in the team. Well, Frankie, that's brought all the um, the paperwork to an end. Obviously, the show would have been uh, a little longer with Lewis being here. Um, I hear congratulations, Audrey. Have you got yourself a job? Finally, yeah. Yeah, excellent. And um, uh, good luck with the new job. Uh, will that you. stop you coming to the game on Sundays at all? Or? No, not at all. No? So it'll still no. be good? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, well, I'll leave us with a joke. God. Okay. Hopefully, it's not bad enough to have the podcast taken down. But... Um, <laughs> Did you know that when pigeons mate, uh, they die? <laughs> did you know that? No. Well, the one I fucked earlier did. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Anyway, oh, folks, cool. thanks for listening. Um, it weren't the show. It was meant to be, so it's off the cuff. Next week, I'm sure Lewis will be back. Uh, old um, Captain Pugwash with his one eye. But um, uh, I'll see you all Sunday morning. There is training then, so I'll get hold of you for that one. And I want you to know that I cancelled training because the weather's going to be bad and it's just started hammering down now. So I'm backing myself on that one. So, fellas, uh, thanks for listening and uh, see you all later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.